Clinical Issues by Byron Burlingame Perioperative Hypothermia Prevention Methods Question What interventions can we perform to prevent hypothermia, and do all patients require these interventions? Answer All surgical patients are at risk of developing hypothermia because of the combined effects of anesthesia and body heat loss that occur during operative and other invasive procedures. Therefore, all perioperative patients require a method of hypothermia prevention. Based on individual patient variables, the OR team should use hypothermia prevention methods that include either passive insulation, active warming, or a combination of both. Passive insulation involves using a device that decreases the amount of heat loss resulting from radiation, conduction, convection, and evaporation to help prevent hypothermia. Examples of passive insulation devices include insulating garments, warm blankets, surgical drapes, plastic sheeting, thermal clothing, non-linting wraps or blankets, and garments made of reflective composite fabric, for example, space blankets. Active warming warms the patient by application of heat to the surface of the skin, blood, or internal structures, and may be categorized as convective or conductive. Active warming methods include forced air warming devices, for example, blankets, gowns, water-filled mattresses, circulating water garments, thermal exchange chambers, negative pressure warming systems, warmed anesthesia and insufflation gases, warmed IV and irrigation fluids, electric carbon fiber and resistive polymer blankets, and radiant warming. Preoperatively, the perioperative team, for example, perioperative RN, anesthesia professional, surgeon, scrub person, should select an appropriate method of hypothermia prevention. The team member responsible for application and control of the prevention method will vary depending on the procedure and method chosen. The team should review the following criteria when deciding what methods to use. 1. Patient-specific factors. Age, for example, premature and other low birth weight infants or older than 65 years. Sex, that is female. Low body surface area or weight, congestive heart failure, cardiac vessel disease, previous cardiac surgery, pre-existing medical conditions. For example, hypothyroidism, hypoglycemia, malnourishment, burns, trauma, infantile neuronal steroid lipofuscinosis, neurological disorders, hypotension, and history of organ transplantation. 2. Type and duration of the surgical procedure. 3. Type and duration of the planned anesthesia. 4. Patient positioning. 5. Use of a pneumatic tourniquet. 6. Use of an intermittent pneumatic compression device. 7. Warming equipment constraints. For example, access to the surgical site, skin surface area contact, device size. And 8. Potential for adverse events associated with the use of warming equipment. Each factor has an equal amount of influence, and any one of them may influence the preventative intervention choice. For example, perioperative personnel cannot use a full-body-length warming device that is applied on top of the patient for an abdominal surgery because it will cover the surgical site. However, they may use this device if the surgical site is on one of the patient's arms. 
when considering size, one of the patient-specific factors, perioperative personnel should use a device that is an appropriate size for the patient. For a small child, the perioperative team may consider using a small underbody warming device or radiant warming device instead of a device placed over the body because they can warm the entire body without restricting exposure to the operative site. Perioperative personnel should select warming devices that cover the largest percentage of the patient's body surface area. This may involve using more than one device, and the devices may be a combination of active and passive warming techniques. For example, for a procedure involving a leg, the perioperative team may select an underbody device and an upper body blanket and cover the remaining exposed areas with drapes and a cotton blanket. The facility should purchase various types of hypothermia prevention devices to meet the demands of all patients. The choice of hypothermia prevention method truly needs to be individualized to each patient.